Speaking of getting booked, this podcast is about one thing, getting booked to speak more. Whether you are an established speaker or a newbie, we want to see your career take off. Hundreds of speakers are hired every single day, and you are next. Let's jump in with your host, Matt Browning. Hey, welcome back to Speaking of Getting Booked. I'm your host, Matt Browning, and we are here each and every week for you new and veteran speakers talking about how to get booked, as you well know. And this week, my guest is none other than Steve Love. Steve Love uh, is one of the, is a co-executive director of, uh, used to be Investors Resource Center of America. Now it is the Real Estate Investors Association. So he runs the Los Angeles chapter for the massive national REIA, R-E-I-A. And this is one of those places where it's a massive national association. They have uh, a large and outstanding chapter in Los Angeles area. And what they do is they put on seminars and workshops, uh, including dinners and all sorts of meetings throughout the month for real estate investors. So it's a great space. They're always booking speakers to, to speak at this place. Steve also, I mean, he's been a real estate agent since 1994, uh, sorry, a real estate broker since 78. And his wife, Robin's been an agent since 94. So, I mean, You've been a broker for longer than I've been alive by a year. Uh, you've worked uh, for many real estate appraisers. You started real estate investing full-time in the 90s. And because you were so successful there, you got chosen to run the Los Angeles chapter. You also, shockingly enough, um, you have a huge history of speaking on Royal Caribbean cruise lines uh, as a speaker on cruises. So I want to talk about all those things. Steve, welcome to the show. How are you doing, man? Thanks so much for having me. Matt, I, I I'm excited to to jump in with a guy like you. You see a lot of speakers. Um, you've also, um, you know, you've ran your own radio show, Prosperity Through Real Estate, for three years. We're talking about getting that back into a podcast. You are all like you were the real estate guy, especially in Los Angeles. Um, talk to me about when when did you for you first took over running this chapter in 1994? Is that accurate? Um, I, around 94, no, 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 I'm sorry. I started investing full time back in 94. We started running our chapter of prosperity through real estate, um, the local group, um, in about 2002 or three, I believe we we started. So 2002, 2003. So you're still talking well over 15 years running this group. Yes. And uh, for the last three years, um, I don't know if you know this, we've also run a similar group in Las Vegas because we love going to Las Vegas. We have friends over there. My wife likes to pay the, play the penny slots. <laughs> I like going to shows and I fish over there a lot too in Las Vegas. And that's a, that marks a lot of what your career really is because when you talked about the, the cruises, you talk about Vegas, you, you're a guy who you're going to put on something, put on an event, do something around an area, around something that you want to participate in anyway. What brought you into starting? Why start a chapter or, or did you start or take over the Los Angeles chapter initially? We started it and it was at the suggestion of one of our speakers who was recommending people start across the country. Um, this was back in uh, 2002, I think. Um, he was recommending other people and uh, he knew us. Um, we used to go to, his, would still do go to his seminars. His name was Ron and he suggested we start a chapter here in Los Angeles, which we did. And uh, we've been doing it ever since. I love doing it because I get to meet new 
speakers every month, but it's also really our way of giving back. It's always been, for years now, it's been emphasized that whatever you do, do something you love, but give back. And this industry has been so good to me. So it's a way to give back. And it's the only way I know how folks, without any money or credit really, and you've been through this yourself, I know, Matt, can go out and build a huge, prosperous business. Um, you know, it, it, I just don't see any other opportunity like it. Of course, you know, I'm a little biased towards real estate because that's not the only path out there. But it's, uh, for me, it certainly is. Well, it's not. It's how, I mean, it's how uh, I, I was a self-made millionaire by 25. And it was all through, I mean, entrepreneurship and also real estate. That was a, a, a big, big part of it. You know, the business paid for, you know, sometimes down payments and, and monthlies where, where I flip properties and things like that. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I'm a huge fan of real estate and you, so you've been investing, you've been working in the business, you've been just doing it all. When you got into running the chapter, I want to talk a little bit about how, like how that came to be, how, how, how was the first meeting? What was that like? The first few meetings, how did you, I don't know, like find space, uh, figure out when to do that. What do you charge? Like, what was the startup point of that chapter? What was that like for you? I was scared poopless. <laughs> Got to watch what I say, right? We're on. It, we're we're family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I didn't know anything about this. I'd never been in front of a group before. That's why I was scared, really. And we didn't know what the heck we were doing. But uh, like I said, our friend Ron, who had done this before, he had been the leader of a group in Jacksonville, Florida. He really helped us and let us let us through it. So we knew how to start it, what to do, what to charge. And I had been going to, to similar RIA meetings, uh, not national RIA meetings. There weren't any around here. But the similar meetings, uh, I started going to one back in uh, early 90s down in Orange County. I would drive all the way from where I live up in the San Fernando Valley down near Disneyland to go to this monthly RIA meeting. And I met a lot of folks there. And a lot of those, uh, that's no longer going on down there. But um, I met a lot of trainers down there, and I became friends with a lot of these trainers. And so over the years, since I know a lot of the trainers, we get them to speak every month. And when you say you went down to to Aria, was that just a general like real estate investor association place, or was that the real estate investors association like TM? At the time, it was the the association in Orange County. Um, now there are many of them. And now with the, there's something out there called Meetup. Everyone has a Meetup. Unfortunately, we often get associated with with new startup Meetups, even though we've been around for what 16, 17 years. Right. I'm sure um, there's there's enough real estate uh, Meetups, but you you have been around for a long time. And being, you know, you said there's over like there's like 100 chapters uh, of the National Association. Now, here's the the coolest thing for me is we talk a lot on the show about getting involved with local chapters of national associations uh, and organizations. It's a great way to get your foot in the door as a speaker. What kind of speakers have you seen over the years? Um, and what is, is there a topic? I mean, obviously real estate, but what kind of speaker would you be looking for? Who are your favorites and what doesn't fit? We have found that real estate People know us, they, they think of real estate and they come for real estate. Over the years, we've had a few other speakers uh, on different topics, but it never was that successful. Um, they were fine. Um, we had a guy on marketing, just do marketing, because it's often said that you know, 
you're not in what business you think you are, in our case, real estate, but you're really in the marketing business. Uh, in our case, we're always marketing to find people that want to sell us their house. Um, so, I mean, it seems like we a great found idea. that having that others, so well. we had a speaker on um, a motivational type speaker, and I love that stuff. You know, I've gone to all the big motivation trainers out there, national, nationally known, and you'd know guys like Tony Robbins and Jim Rohn, and yeah, Matt Bronin. You've, you know, we've that's we've, right, Matt. We've don't been doing seminars Matt. together. <laughs> but you, so um, you love that stuff, and you want to bring in some of that kind of, you know, um, this I'd call it almost like the soft skills training, right? Whether it's communication or sales or marketing or um, yeah. Or and it's mindset, never worked, but it never really works. So what what are the kind of topics that they do work? Because when I think, oh, real estate speaker, what is it? Is it real estate investor teaching? Is it property yeah. flipping? Is it credit? Like, what does it take to be a speaker that would you you think would do well in your in your um, associations? Real estate is a real estate investing is a um, really a niche business. Most people get involved with a specific niche. For instance, last night we had to talk about probate, how to buy probate properties, properties through probate. Yeah. Last week we had a, a guy talk showing how people, this is not for everybody, but how to go out and literally knock on doors um, and ask folks to, if, if and he leaves offers behind on how you want, if they want to sell their house. But other niches would be like apartments, land, um, foreclosures, certainly, rehabbing, wholesaling. I mean, there's just a myriad of topics out there. Paper, notes. A lot of people just like to invest in that. Landlording. Oh, you know what? I, that. And I, I got a guy for you. And you should probably be on his show too. Give a shout out to Scott Carson. He does the Note Closers show. And it's all about note investing. The guy's genius. He, he'd probably be a phenomenal speaker for you. Okay. Let's hook, let's, uh, hook, hook me up with him. And there, we should talk. And see, there, like, there you go, right here, live on the podcast. You heard it first, already booking speakers. That's <laughs> <what it> works. <laughs> Steve, um, so, so I love that. So if, you, if you're listening, you're a speaker, in, and this is what's so great. If you're in a particular niche, there are, and this isn't the only association, but there are all sorts of associations in every single niche. Instead of just saying, I speak on leadership or motivation or entrepreneurship there's there's thousands of ways literally to chunk down and detail into what's really going to fit for their particular audience so if you went to um, national ria and said i want to speak on you know success they don't have a spot for you but if you said i want to speak on you know how to find bank foreclosures that might be a, a topic that works um, I like yes, it. and the place for your, the place for your audience, your speakers uh, that are listening to this might want to start would be to go to their local chapter. So um, this goes throughout this goes throughout the country, throughout the world, probably, right, Matt? Yes. Um, so I'm living in a some city in some American city. Just um, I guess Google the uh, the local chapters of RIA's R E I A. And hopefully a national area because they've all been thoroughly vetted um, as to the success of the owners and um, make sure they don't have a shady background or, or anything like that. So um, and just call up the just you know there'll be phone numbers in there. Call them up and say, hey, my name is so and so, and I speak about foreclosures or property management or what have you. And might you be interested in a speaker like me? 
I love so literally just call them up. Yeah. So what? That's what, what would, I would. What would ha- What would cause you to book someone at one of your chapters? Like if if they say no one knows you, we're, uh, we we talk a lot on the show as well um, about like relationship marketing and and you know connecting with people for real. Like you know you and I have known each other for years and like to if I wanted to come and speak or you know someone I had we we have a little bit of relationship capital there right whereas if someone came completely fresh and just said man you're a perfect fit what would cause you to accept like a cold email or phone call or connection would it just would it literally be about like the content and topic or would you want to build relationship first and i realize that sounds like the answer is relationship but not necessarily what are you looking at as uh, as the chapter president. Now, in our case, since we've been around a while, and I've been going to these seminars of all the national trainers for years, for decades now, um, for us, it's probably track record. Um, but there's all these other groups that start literally every day somewhere. Uh, every day I get a, a, a new email from someone saying, I'm starting a new group over here. Those are the groups that need speakers. Um, since we have these old established relationships, I'm looking for folks with good track records that um, since we have an a, a established group, we want to make sure that whoever comes, preferably I have heard and know and trust, you know, some, someone like yourself, and that, that, that you and I are built on a relationship. But if, if I never met you and you just called me up and said, hey, I'd like to speak, well, it's kind of a long shot, but I've, I'd maybe ask you to send over some videotapes and ask, you know, what you do and um, your track record, where else you've spoken and that kind of stuff. Now, that doesn't help a brand new guy. A brand new guy has got to get, you know, get his own track record, you know. Uh, well, that's exactly starting- right. You you need to get a track record. So how many, we, we talk about it every time, you know, you need a speaker reel. And if you don't have a speaker reel, you need to go speak at places. You, you talked earlier too about um, you broke out, you spoke quite a bit on cruises, but also you spoke at Rotary Clubs. Is that right? These service groups like Rotary um, and all those animals, elk yeah. and elk <laughs> moose, sure, you know, yeah. all the animal clubs. Yeah, there's hundreds of those out there and they all need speakers every week or every month. So talk and, to me about uh, how, how, how do you break into that? Because even that can seem overwhelming as well. So I think, oh, yeah, I want to cut my teeth. I, you know, Obviously, they're not going to pay you. They're looking for speakers. It's a chance to network. It's a chance to maybe give free offers. Sometimes you can even sell a program. Um, so there's a lot of people listening. I think it, it would make sense to go, if you could speak at 50 you know, Rotary Elks, et cetera, over the course of a year, you know, or the course of six months. And that is not hard to do. No, it takes some how do you, how do you actually do that though? How do you break so, it? If I were a new speaker and when I started doing this, I would just call up the local, let's say Rotary and say, um, who's in, you know, who books the speakers? And I would sometimes get a call back or I, I'd get another number to have to call that gal or guy. And I would call them and I would say, hi, my name is Steve. I speak on this. I think it would be a good fit at your Rotary. And here, here's a key. I'm going to give out a trade secret here because they know it's an hour, you know, it's an hour or two for the lunch or the meeting. By the way, you usually get a rubber chicken out of it or something um, <laughs> for <laughs> lunch. It's called the rubber chicken circuit because uh, you don't get much, but you do get a uh, chicken lunch. Usually it tastes like rubber. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, one secret that I learned, uh, and I learned this from uh, my friend Maurice, he said, whenever you're doing this and it works like a charm, 
um, say, listen, all I need is maybe 15 or 20 minutes because they are tired of people getting up there and they have to cut them off because they want to speak for, you know, 40, 60 minutes. But if you say, hey, I only need 15 or 20 minutes, and then you, you go by their rules. Some of them will let you bring your book or sell a book or promote a program or something like that. Well, when I would do it, I would always promote our, our monthly meetings uh, where we meet every month or twice a month. That's but that's phenomenal. a great way so you, for anyone to offer, start. And then you'll get a track record right there. And then you and, offer the time frame, though. So you say, hey, listen, all I need is 15, 20 minutes. So then they go, oh, well, okay. And then yes. they, would they oftentimes say, well, actually, you know, we have a 30-minute spot or we have a 60-minute spot if you want. Would they offer they that do. sometimes? Yeah. They do. But there's something but, uh, about going first and, and now like the guards down and they're not worried about the speaker that's going to try to take. You're being a speaker who's giving and saying, listen, I have this great topic. I only need this much time. Love to add value. And they tend to respond pretty well. Add value is a great word. I will be giving everyone there a book or I'll be giving their, everyone a handout that talks about, you know, ABC or how to do ABC or how to find, you know, in our case, real estate, um, how to, you know, find motivated type sell or what have you. Um, so add value. That's, uh, that's good. And maybe I'm going to, or I'm going to be having a drawing. I'm going to be giving out, you know, one of my uh, $99 CD courses or what have you. So men mention that you have, you could do a drawing there and you give away some stuff. That'd be cool. And do, yes. do they usually like the idea of like giving free gifts out? So if you said, listen, I'll even give a, a business strategy session or I'll give a download of my ABC course, will they tend to like that at this point? They often do. Now, now they all have different rules, so you got to go by those rules. Um, by the way, you're not, they might say, by the way, you're not allowed to sell anything, but you're certainly allowed to give things away. If they have that rule, don't sell anything. Others will let you sell, maybe take a stack of books, sell them for 10 bucks a piece or 20 or, or what have you mm -hmm. sell books enroll clients or even like again enrolling prospects and conversations you know that's one of one of my favorite strategies when you can't sell and they're not paying you but you're getting experience instead of just going to get an experience and adding to your list why not also give the gift of a strategy session on x topic and then you can of course now you have multiple conversations afterwards you're not getting paid for them you're not selling them but their chances to have a nice deep dive conversation, adding value to a prospect, and then you know a certain percentage of them may turn into a client as well. So exactly. that's cool. So you did and that. You can promote, certainly, like your own website, um, maybe your own podcast if if that's what you have, um, or meetings if you have a regular meeting like we do, that type of thing. I love that. Talk to me about Royal Caribbean Cruise. I, I want to talk about this. So just before we started rolling tape, you said. Uh, I said, wait, I, I saw in your bio, you're, you're you spoke a bunch of times at the Royal Caribbean and you said, yeah, well, I love cruises. My wife and I love cruises. So we just wanted to start getting a bunch of free cruises. Talk to me about the idea and how you break into it. So first, what's the idea? Why would you want to speak on a cruise line? How does it pay? What's the story? Well, I wanted to speak on cruises just because we were going on so many cruises and there were four of us, my wife and I and the two kids. Um, is there a way to do it cheaper? And I ran into a guy basically out in the hall um, at one of a friend of mine named Tom's marketing seminar. And you probably know Tom from Virginia. Um, and there was a guy I met named Daniel and out in the hall. And it came about that he was a speaker on cruises. 
I don't think he does it anymore, but we became friends and I take him out uh, when he comes to the, he's from Texas. I take him out to uh, our magic shows and so forth. Anyway, so he told me how to do it, who to contact and all that. And so I did. And it started with Royal Caribbean. Later on, I did Celebrity as well, a different cruise line. But um, I started speaking about the only thing that I really know about, which is real estate. Now, it wasn't very well attended. And um, <laughs> I gave talks. Uh, Everyone wants also, to go to the real estate investment seminar while they're on the cruise, right? Exactly. They're on vacation. They don't want to hear about financial stuff. They want to they want to do something fun. And so after that cruise, I realized that I better come up with a different topic. Otherwise, they're not going to be coming to my talks. And so I, um, I was talking to Daniel. He said, what do you like to do? And I said, well, I like to fish. And he said, nah, not enough people like to fish. Um, are you into sports or something? I said, not really. I used to play tennis. Um, I said, oh, you know what? I'm a member of the Magic Castle, which is a, oh. private, is a private magic club in Hollywood. And he said, can you talk about magic? And I said, let me work on it. So I came up with three talks about magic. One um, about the life and times of one of my old friends, Doug Henning, that used to have a magic show on uh, NBC for years and years, God rest his soul. And then I came up with a talk about Siegfried and Roy and their very interesting journey and how it began and how it ended. And then I, uh, then I came up with a very introductory magic class Ooh, like so magic were, 101 exactly uh, just very basic and um so i did those started doing those three classes and now they were very well received and so i did that um for i don't know how many years um and i would do up to five a year and i was gone so much <laughs> my my dear wife asked me to maybe can you cut back some because you're gone all the time because these cruises would be either a week to maybe two weeks at a time. Wow. And, then, and she wouldn't be coming with you at this point? Or did, did the, would, the family say, look, we can't do on five cruises a year, man? You can only take one person. So I would take my wife. Next time I would take one son. Next ah. time I would take son. One time I took my sister. Um, so you know, I would rotate around, but I was personally was gone a lot. And I loved it. I missed my wife. You know, she wasn't with me. Um, and so then we, then we started doing the, the national RIA thing and they have their own cruises either once or this, this case twice a year. So I could go on those cruises. I don't usually speak on there, but I love cruising. I just love cruising. I could live on a cruise ship. My wife probably, <laughs> I could. <laughs> I could live on a cruise ship. I love, I mean, everything's taken care of and there's every eating and entertainment and everywhere you want. You know what I really love is, uh, have you ever done any of the all-inclusive resorts, like the club meds and things like that? Like a cruise been, in the same I've spot? I've done those a couple of times, um, not club med, but similar all-inclusive things down in the Caribbean. And they were, ironically, those were real estate events as well. Oh, I wonder. I wonder if some of those... Because back when I was doing um, uh, stage shows, or I wasn't really doing stage shows, but you know, I was doing uh, NLP and hypnotherapy, and I, I I never really did them, but I played with the idea of doing like a one of the stage shows. And I went to a club med, and it's funny if you have something you can talk about or something you could do that would bring value. I talked to the GM there and said, "Hey, I could do this," and they invited us back. I never took them up on it because um, I went another direction. I haven't done that for years, uh, but <laughs> I. 
you know, I, I approached him on, Hey, would you want to do that? Yeah. And he said, you could basically come, uh, with four people and stay for the week. And there was, there was like a circus person that was there that had, had come in with the four of them and they were just hanging out for the week and everything's included. And, uh, and all you gotta do is do like one show a week. Cause every, every night they have a different kind of entertainment. So I would have done entertainment for one night. Wow. Very cool. <laughs> what, an, what an idea, huh? What an idea. So you get a t- how many free cruises do you think you went on if you had to guess? 25. Wow. So for years, That's, five, five a year, <laughs> you just be and, going and, to do. Yeah. When I first started, it was more two or three a year. And then last year it was five. So, um, and it was for several years and, and I liked doing it and anyone with a topic, they got to come up with a topic and some good talks. And you can do what, you know, you can go directly to the cruise line. In some cases, they will only deal with an agent. I understand there are some lines out there that I haven't spoken on. They will only deal with an agent. So your folks, your speakers can get a speaker agent and go through them. Phenomenal. So I was going to ask you to break in with like Royal Caribbean or maybe a similar, would you have to like go on a cruise first, meet the people network and then get introduced or is it as simple as you might just call up and say, hey, uh, I, have, I have this great talk and I'm a speaker on this topic and I'd love to come speak on one of your cruises and I wouldn't charge you. Yes. For me, when I started back with Royal Caribbean, it was, all the um, speakers were booked by one um, central office somewhere in Florida. And I got that number and um, I just called that person. We chatted. I had to send in a a resume of and my my talks and all that kind of stuff, a synopsis of my talks. And um, next thing I knew, I was booked. Next thing I know, I was booked. So guys, if if you want to get a bunch of free cruises and vacations, heck, even one, like this doesn't have to be your whole thing, like Steve, you know, going multiple times a year. But if you want to, you know, take a cruise and take a vacation, why not at least attempt, right? Call Call the company up. And one of the things I'm hearing, Steve, is you're not shy of the phone. Um, I'm sure that's huge in real estate sales, as well as investing when you're looking for a property, calling the cruise lines, breaking into rotary clubs. Every step of the way, I've heard you say, yeah, I just pick up the phone, you call the people. What would you say to someone who's, I don't know, a little reluctant? Um, you know, I've, met, I've, sure coached, I've coached people in real estate before, and a lot of people never even get going because they're afraid of the phone. And if you think about it, you've never seen a phone get up and bite you. Um, I don't know if I've ever been hung up on, um, but a friend of mine years ago gave me a technique with the phone. This might be good. It's a three-step process that anyone can do. Let's say you're staring at the phone. You you just can't pick it up. The receiver's too heavy. I'm afraid I'm going to be rejected or whatever they're afraid to call. He said, just do three things. Pick up the phone. Step one, pick up the phone. Step two, Dial the dial the number. Step three, say what you got to say. Step four, hang up. And I started doing those four steps, and it became so easy. Because when I started years ago, yeah, I was afraid of the phone, but no, no one bites you. <laughs> the phone doesn't bite you. And using those four little steps that sound ridiculously easy now, but they work. So give me the pick four the steps phone, one more time. Dial and step say what one, you got to the phone. That's it. Just like step one, just pick it up and dial. Step two is dial. Step three, say what you got to say. Step four is hang up. 
step four it is pretty easy. simple. <laughs> step four is yeah. easy. You just hang up. Now, how do you, how do you figure out what you got to say? Uh, do you do you like to work with some kind of a basic script, a bullet point of script, or do you like word for word, or you do you just because I think that that's what stops a lot of people, whether it's asking somebody out when you see somebody, you know, at a, at a bar, or if you're trying to call for sales, like any anytime you're approaching a new conversation, most people say it's like I don't know exactly what to say. What do you say to that? Now, there's a lot of trainers out there. And probably some of them are, and, and there's probably split, you know, maybe 50-50. Some trainers will tell you, have a script in front of you. That way, if you panic, you can always go to that script. Others say, if you're using a script, you sound canned. And um, what do you say? I don't want to come off that way. I started years ago with a script, but it was a very basic script. I would be calling sellers um about maybe an ad i saw in the paper or something and i would just ask a few questions you can always ask questions i saw your ad uh used to be the newspaper now it's probably craigslist or something um is it still for sale can you tell me a little bit about it how many bedrooms and bathrooms and just ask a few questions and i just had a list of a few questions written down and that was easy now i don't even do that and it just gets the conversation going too, right? Is it for still for sale? Oh, sure it is. Oh, how many beds and baths? And before you know it, now you're talking and if, you know, fresh questions come up or they might ask you something and now you can have a conversation a lot easier. It's like, it's, it's like that first line, the first line or two is the one that seems to be the scariest. So you get over that and you just pick up the phone, dial, say what you're going to say, and then let the conversation happen. And then when you're finished, you hang up. Exactly, Phenomenal. Matt. Yeah. So it's, Steve, and if, once they do it a few times, then they realize, hey, this ain't so bad. It ain't so bad, and especially when you start getting success. I've been doing that with, um, you know, with TV media. It's like the, it's the same thing. I feel like, oh my gosh, it's this big bad. I gotta call a producer at NBC, but they're just people that have a job at a company, and you call them up and go, hey, I got a great thing. I got a great segment. It's gonna tie in perfectly with this thing. I'm giving them value. And I just say what I'm going to say. And then the worst case scenario is they go, oh, that doesn't fit. Okay, great. Hang up and call the next one. Or uh, they say, well, send it over. Tell me more. Or are you free on Tuesday? <laughs> that All of those yeah, things happen. Yeah, I know guys that have done that for both radio um, uh, radio shows. I mean, live radio shows and I, um, you know, talk shows. And I know guys that have done it for TV shows too. And so it's the same thing. Just um, call. Your speakers are out there just soliciting. There are people, you know, speakers are needed. They're needed on the radio. They're needed on TV. They're needed on podcasts. Um, they're needed everywhere. People yeah. want the, the information and your, your uh, listening audience, which is speakers, they have the information. They have a topic. Um, if we, <clears throat> and getting back to the cruises, they'll make sure it's a topic that's of interest to people on vacation. <laughs> That is key. So not business stuff. And speaking of, of business, let's, as we kind of come to wrapping up time, I want to let you get on with your day here. Your website is prosperity through real estate and that's where you can dot, dot com. And that's where you can find out more about even um, doing these local in LA, check out uh, the national uh, RIA, the real estate investors association. That's national REIA.org is the organization you're, representing and talking about, but go to prosperity through real estate.com and you do meetings the first two Tuesdays every single month. So back to back Tuesdays, the first two every month in Culver City, Los Angeles area. And it's That's right. 20, 20 bucks or free for members, you said. 
you do a dinner yeah. with a speaker and then you have a meeting. Tell me a little bit about who should attend a meeting. Um, cause I want to know too, if you're, if you're speaking, if you're anywhere in the real estate or finance industry, this might be of interest to you to be a part of, to attend and certainly to network. And if you speak as well, you know, do all of it. Tell me a little bit about what to expect from a meeting and who should go. Yeah, it's mainly a networking meeting for investors or want to be investors who want to learn more about real estate investing. And we tend to do it, um, real estate investing is with people with no money or no credit. That's the thing that we emphasize because a lot of folks write up, I could never go to invest in real estate. You know, houses around here are $700,000. I don't have $700,000. No, you have to have $0. Zero. <laughs> um, the way, the way that we teach. Um, and so come to the meeting, come to network, meet with other investors, uh, meet the trainers. We have a different topic every month. We have dinner with the trainer and dinner with the speaker, uh, every month so you can get to every week uh, the first two weeks so you can get to know him and we do the same thing in las vegas on the fourth wednesday of the month then sometimes we have all day trainings the following saturday on selected topics like last week we had one on writing creative offers um, um the month before we had one on residential assisted living real hot topic in the country right now oh and that is an investment opportunity that is something that's getting hotter and hotter isn't it yeah, because boomers are getting older and they need a place to live. And so this residential assisted living thing is a really hot topic right now. And those are pretty, pretty high ROI when it comes to rent versus um, asset. Yeah, how to do Airbnb. You know, that's a, a hot topic right now. So there, there's all these hot topics out there. But it all, it all gets back to making money with real estate, becoming prosperous. I have another speaker for you. I can't wait. So I'm, I'm going to send you a couple introductions because I, I think I have two people that are phenomenal speakers that um, I think would go really, really well in that uh, in your audience. Because I know we, we talked about having me come out there and I'm still, I'm thinking, man, I'm still going to be that, you know, mindset or speaking or strategy guy. And you know what's great though? If it's not a perfect fit, like I'm happy to say, hey, Steve Love, you're my friend. And we can network together and we can hang out together and we can go to masterminds together. And when I have a great fit, I'm going to feed it in. And if you have something great for me, feed it into me. And I don't need to be necessarily the one always. You guys, you don't have to speak every single opportunity everywhere possible. Find the things that are really good matches and build relationships where else. Steve Love, thank you so much for coming on. I sure appreciate it. Guys, you can follow Steve. I'm going to put everything in the show notes for his LinkedIn, his Facebook. Um, his name is Steve Love. And you can find Steve and Robin Love, his wife, uh, all over the internet. And, and definitely check out prosperitythroughrealestate.com. And, uh, and, and, you know, check it out. Also, look at Royal Caribbean Cruises. Uh, <laughs> figure out how you can get some free cruises. Um, thank you for your tips on the Rotary Club and Elks Lodges and how to get. I mean, we really just covered a plethora of stuff. Thank you so much, Steve. You're the best. You're so welcome, Matt. Thanks for having me. We'll see you soon, I hope. All right, guys, that's it for the show today. Thanks to my guest, Steve Love. Again, you can find Steve at prosperitythroughrealestate.com. And of course, you can find me at mattbrawning.com. Check out my speaker stuff if you are looking to book a speaker as well. Um, I am happy. Just so you know, I actually still, at this stage of the game, I still love going to places, uh, speaking locally, speaking nationally, whatever you want to do. Uh, hit me up. I'd love to hear from you. Follow me at social media at Matt Brawning, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn. It's all the same, at Matt Brawning. 
And of course, subscribe, rate, and review the show. If you haven't already, this show is still uh, getting its legs underneath us. So uh, a subscribe and especially a rating and review really, really helps get the word out to other speakers. We all want to, as the NSA says, make the pie bigger. And that's what this is about as a resource for you. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.